conquered and I came. There I saw, you. I conquered, and I came. <laughs> I think that's the intro to this episode. Yeah. You guys are getting into some shit this episode. Dick's Anonymous, and I got my phone thrown off the magic hour rooftop because I literally confronted him on being fucking engaged. And I said, I have fucking proof. I brought him as a date to my fucking work like Christmas party that was formal. We had to wear a tux and a dress. Who pours hot sauce in a condom? So he had <laughs> he had sex with this model, right? And then he went in the bathroom, cleaned up his condom, whatnot, and he put hot sauce in it to kill all the sperm because that hot sauce kills any sperm. And he put oh. and he put the condom in the garbage, and the girl goes in the bathroom after him and tries to take the sperm out and shove it in Shut her to fuck. get pregnant. And then she started screaming because the hot sauce was like burning Shut her insides. Up. And no. now she's trying to sue him. I'm no. done. <laughs> no, you don't get to sue the man because you just tried to fucking steal his sperm I'm to have his babies. Like he was just watching himself. Like, See, this is the perfect segue into this episode. Welcome back to All Over the Place with Lane Fable. I'm your host, Lane Fable. And this is the first episode that we are recording with a live audience. <laughs> You're clapping. <laughs> Oh. Let's fucking go! <laughs> I have a guest with me today that she's gonna tell some very raw stories and you're not gonna know her name, you're not gonna know any of the name of the guys, you're not gonna know anybody involved in any of the stories. This is the first anonymous episode. And if you want a little intro to who she is, she's raw, she's real, and she's real fucking freaky. <laughs> and on that note, I introduce you to Hey guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. What margarita are you on right now? I'm on, I think, number three. Perfect. Can I still keep chugging? Shh. I just poured that. I won't remember at the end of the episode which margarita I'm on, but it's, it's okay, right? That's how it should be. So I ordered my favorite Cadillac margaritas from Zapata's. We chugged the first two. We're on number three. So we're good to go. How are you? How's life? Life is great, you know? Oh, you got to hold the microphone. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Hold it up. Yeah. feel like I'm holding a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right in there. <laughs> yeah, get, get real close to the mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Mom, dad, don't listen to this episode. I'm just telling you right now. Any family members, don't bother. Love you. I'll see you next week. This. <laughs> I don't want you to think any different of me, so please don't listen. They're not going to know it's you. So like, Perfect. Love it. Although I feel like they might recognize your voice. <laughs> so how's life? Life's good, you said? Life is good. I'm shacked down with one dick and one dick only. The dick for the rest of my life, I hope. Which is so funny because when we were having these conversations and we kind of realized that I needed you on the podcast to tell these stories because <laughs> let's just say you have experience that I think few women will ever have in their entire life. And I just thought it should be shared. I think it's, honestly, I just, I want it in your words. I can't sum it up, so. The way I say it is that I sifted through my shit to get to the gold. And like, <laughs> granted, it was a lot of fucking shit. But I don't think, if I look back at life and I think about it differently, I don't know if I'd end up here because I, parent of, or child of divorce, like, you know, all these thoughts go into your mind. I don't feel like I'm ready to settle. I don't think I'm worthy of settling or is it even fucking worth it because the divorce rate is 50% nowadays. And, you know, at the end of the day, I am happy that I can look back on life and say, 
ooh, I won't ever regret not doing that or doing something because I did it. And now I can kind of live my life in the next chapter knowing that I did all I can to get to where I am. And I'm confident with what I have. While I'm, this whole episode is about you, I will just say that I find it so intriguing when we were talking about this because the conversation kind of started because I obviously got out of an eight-year relationship and I wholeheartedly would not change it for the world. Like like you said, I learned so much and you know everything brings you to the place you are now. But the way you just put it, I am resonating with because there was a little bit of like a what if. And I don't think you should live that way. I'm probably gonna have to cut this out. No, it's life lessons. Like yeah. this is how you learn. You can't grow without experience. And if you don't have that experience then you'll never grow. Yeah, I think it's also, I'm still like, roughly on the tail end of it so I'm you know in a certain headspace but that is a sentiment that I think is what I would love to get across in this episode before we get into like the rowdy raunchy exactly just start talking about your stories guys I don't even know where to start where did the whole day start oh where it all started actually was in my hometown no joke I think I was in eighth grade like young didn't even know what like hooking up was like <laughs> what even is that when you're in eighth grade like I should be worried about like how to grind and like barely even know how to grind the school dance you know like like that's like literally what I should be worried about but instead I'm giving a hand job with bath and body works lotion wow we're getting right <laughs> into it oh wow yeah so okay yeah so kind of I guess that's where it all started um <laughs> you know literally no joke it was shit. the bath and body works vanilla like the warm vanilla sugar like lotion and you know kind of thought this guy was cute we were like vibing like did I even know what vibing was I'm like oh that guy is pretty hot like whatever so everybody walks around town you know you're hanging out at Dunkin Donuts and then it ended up being like four people and it was my one friend and she was with this guy they were actually dating and then we were kind of left to our own vices so um it was in the middle of a park on a rock and um we just kind of started kissing and then he's like do you want to give me a hand job and I'm like sure I don't even know what this is at the time like I mean I know what it is but I don't really know how to accurately do it you know and then my friend and her boyfriend at the time like came back and they were like oh you need lube for a hand job so I'm like I don't have that so my friend was like I have some lotion in my purse and I'm like okay great let's use it and I'm literally sitting on the rocks and I'm no joke like side arming him with like freaking bath and body works lotion and he starts having an allergic reaction to the lotion <laughs> See, this is where, like, this isn't a podcast where we're like, we're just going to talk about dicks all the time. Literally, it is the way that things happen to that needed to be told on this podcast. Let me, there you, mom, dad, if you made it this far, still turn the shit off, but that's why. <laughs> Please continue with the allergic reaction. Yeah, I feel like my life, the sex stories and the stuff that's tied to it is just like, you feel like it's made up, but it's not. And it would only happen to me out of any fucking person in this world it's literally me like literally me 
So I had an allergic reaction and I start like freaking out. And I'm like, sit, we're, mind you, we're in a freaking park. I could have gotten like a sexual, like public offense. Like you're a public <laughs> sex offender. You're in a freaking child's park. Meanwhile, I am a child doing yeah, you're this. Thir- so 13, 14. So. Yeah. So like, would I be a sex offender? No, Who I really knows. But we're sitting on a rock. His dick's out. Freaking like, I don't even know. Like red starts to break out. We're kind of like, do we call the cops? Like, what do we do? Like, we have no idea. So we just take water start like trying to like rinse it out and um (laughs) we kind of parted ways at the end of the day and that was really it and then i awkwardly would see him at high school parties and i'm like (laughs) gave you a hand job in eighth grade and you got an alert reaction i don't i don't know what to say but did you guys ever talk about it after the fact no we would see each other a lot but we did it was kind of like it was one like of those you, you things, made eye like, contact and it was an understood pact we are never speaking of this yes, again yes yes and we would like kind of look at each other and start laughing and then we would just be like yo want to play flip cup or something like that's kind of how it went but equal embarrassment bonding moment yes and then actually was it his sister actually three years later like completely different topic but like kind of the same crowd i lost my virginity <laughs> at a high school party go. And um, like full on lost it. Talk about like pop the cherry, everything. (laughs) And I'm in my friend's sister's room. I also have a trend fucking in my friend's sister's room because this happened twice. And it's kind of the same talk track, but just two separate names. You know, people just have patterns and that happens to be yours. I guess my safe space was my friend's sister's room, which is kind of fucked up. (laughs) Kind of also leads me to my relationship now. You know, you know what? I really, really, dude. This is this is gonna be the most listened to episode <laughs> by fucking far. I can't wait to see the shares on this one. I wish we were doing video and I could have just blurred your face out, but I want to see Lauren and Kate's faces because your reactions make this even better. And she's name dropping, so like Kate is. So I know like, all the people she's talking about. Yeah. For me, it's fucking hysterical because I know every one of their names. <laughs> incredible keep going so lost my virginity it was like 16 it was like my junior year like going into junior year yeah i feel like that's like the median age yeah for like this area i don't know about the rest of the country why why are you giving me that okay yeah like i got sophomore going into junior year summer and we're at my friend's house house party whatever I'm fucking blacked out who knows I was probably drinking four locos and I'm in we I don't even know how we got there but we ended up in this room and the whole entire room is white literally white so the carpet's white the bedding's white now first time having sex can you just piece the two and two together cherry pops so I literally just remember blacking out and I all I remember was taking his underwear and it was like, what is it, 4th of July? Yeah, it was 4th of July. And he was wearing American flag boxers. And I shut the fuck literally up. just like, I had nothing else to wipe with. There's fucking blood all over the carpet. I take his boxers and I start wiping because I'm like, I'm panicking. And then simultaneously at the same time, while I'm kind of having this like little minor freak out, I see like cop lights like outside. Red, white, and blue, baby. And I'm like, 
oh my god it's just like fuck america fireworks going off because i popped my cherry or is that the fucking ambulance because i'm bleeding like i don't know and cherry so pie kinda, is this where cherry pie came from wait cop, cop lights. lights so i just kind of have a minor bug out but to fast forward and make a long story short and why the two stories tie together um was there was a group of girls all the you know brothers sisters that were older didn't like that this guy like took my v-card so they were like "Ooh, heard you went out to eat at the steakhouse like yeah heard that shit was rare and serving fish like and this is on facebook by the way like very public so like facebook back in the day was fucking nasty horrible people posted the nastiest shit about other people I was like pretty mean on Facebook, but it was because I was associated with mean girls. Like, and they kind of made me feel compelled you to be mean. mean I wasn't the mean girl. I was definitely. Oh my God, you were the mean girl. Dude, I, I'm, I'm getting um, hand signals from the audience that she kind of was maybe half and half mean girl sometimes. Yeah, no, I was definitely the mean girl, but I would say there is some reasons as to why, but. I'll backtrack because I'm deep down a very nice person. I don't do that to people. All over Facebook, they're commenting on this guy's like literal Facebook profile picture, like saying you went out to eat Not at the his wall. His no, it's because back in the picture. day, do you remember when we used to leave videos and shit on oh, people's yeah. walls? Yeah, no, this was like on his profile picture, so then everybody would see, and it's still, it's probably still there. If I remember to look in July, I could probably find it. But damn. <laughs> But yeah, so you know what? It's all still there because nobody went back and deleted yes, that stuff. I know it's so deep. Um, so yeah, so they were like, yeah, I heard that. I heard that they should be shut down. They serve like like raw, like oh, you know what? Like it's supposed to be a steakhouse, but they serve fish, like just like very mean stuff. But kind of just is laughable. Everybody in high school used to literally laugh and say, "Yo, what up, steakhouse?" And I would like respond because I would like laugh it off because that's the type of person I am. I'm just like whatever. Like I don't care. Like I actually think it's kind of funny. But like at first, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. But then like after all, I'm like you know what? That's kind of fucking funny. Like whatever, steakhouse. Yeah, what up? Like, See, and I think that's incredible that you were able to like turn and laugh at that because at that age, a lot of times there is no, you think it's the end of the world when that stuff happens. Oh, and the yeah. fact that you had the wherewithal to be like, eh, it's just funny now. That just means, yeah, you have a good sense of humor. I mean, the guy was hot back in the day. Like people wanted to get with him. So I'm just like, I kind of conquered what you're jealous of. And this is exactly why you're being a dick. Good for you. You are just jealous at the end of the day. So whatever, one up. Kind of then also leading into the segue of, you know, the bloody massacre, we could say. Also my best friend at the time, sister's room. It was New Year's Eve and this guy, I just like always in high school, I feel like we were both like super just like horny fucking people. And we were just like, yeah, let's get after we it. We were like, teenagers. We were teenagers, literally like, that's science motherfuckers parents would be like working until 6 p.m so we would go over smoke and then just fuck and um one time it was on new year's and everybody was like kind of chilling upstairs and i'm in the basement and we i kind of just like pulled his pants down and started sucking his dick like it if people could have easily walked in downstairs and saw it happening, it gets worse and it gets funnier. I think it's funny looking back at it, but at the same time, so fucking stupid. Um, so obviously, you know, feeling each other, sucking it all, you know, whatever, move upstairs to the bedroom. 
again sister's bedroom i'm dead um you live we wow keep going sorry i just i'm shocked because like (laughs) i knew i knew the stories we talked about that were like post or like college dating stories but goddamn keep going yes mind you this is still high school and we live close like we lived close to each other at the time yeah we were in high school and it's funny because i hadn't i had zero idea because you're so in your like little ecosystem at your own yeah Yeah. your own high school Mm -hmm. but it's just crazy that we lived within like 10 miles of each other and i just zero idea about and no one cross-pollinated like besides caitlin because that was kind of our touch uh, or single yes. point of con- you know but, but there was no social media right. like heavy back then right. so it, it was like really was in your own bubble yeah and it was like and nowadays that shit would be plastered all over instagram 100 100 like. so migrated our way up to the sister's bedroom and i totally forgot i had my period but he still wanted to fuck so what did he do <sighs> not even myself he ripped out the tampon inside of me and threw it on the ground and then we started having sex he's like i don't care put down my shirt and like lay on it and i'm like okay um because it was like sister's bedroom no this is also like our best friend's sister's bedroom yeah oh wow uh oh the man's engaged now god bless yes this is I'm drunk off of the margaritas right now. Am I going to be able to put this online? You guys were like young as fuck. <laughs> I guess you have consent because okay, right. I'm the person, right? But there you go. And no I'm names just are shocked. Being mentioned. Like, I've always been so like wholesome and family oriented online, but like who fucking cares? Keep going. It's not me. <laughs> Cheers. And that's why, like, all these guys aren't strangers. Yes. I can't wait till this episode rips through group chats. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, him and I were such good friends and like this was like probably the 20th time we had sex so like I oh okay there we go that's the background I needed because I was like yeah. this man's comfortable ripping your tampon yes. out no like we literally sick. like well I can tell he's a sick <laughs> fuck thank you Kate we were like best friends so like everybody like kind of heard the bed start like hitting the headboard so what does everybody do walk in and I am laying down on the bed waving to everybody while we're <laughs> fucking like literally like hello like as if I'm the fucking queen like what like why am I waving while having sex and also allowing people to take to their phone out and like record <gasps> and like have pictures but like my fr- like these were Back like my good friends that, yeah yes. and like people do that to fuck around like the thing too is like no one took pictures back then to post yeah you no. took them to show people on your phone in school. Like that was, yes. a f- I don't know how to explain it to people who are not our age. Like literally back in high school, if I sent out a nude, I would be so scared that my nude would get leaked. And now fast forward to 2022, I could have I sold that shit and made fucking millions. And here I am <laughs> literally like I mean, back in the day worried about my facts. nudes getting leaked, you know? Like, so it's so such a different time um and that was what 10 years ago like it's kind of when i say leaked like my photos are like being shown to people and being passed out sent in like a group chat or like over bbm yeah you know like that's what you're worried about not not like posted online forever no 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 like and very different it's so crazy that it was 10 years ago and like this is what i was concerned about and now people the same age as me are concerned about how much money they're getting in their bank account because their only fans pages aren't collecting a paycheck like it's fucking crazy but yeah i hope to god that people when it's if they listen to, to these 
stories that I tell that this does not happen to them. Like I'm sharing my stories because I can look back at it saying funny, but it's funny, but don't pick this up and think that it's okay to do because it's not. But the message that I do want to portray is that that's the way it should be in your, in high school. You should be scared if your nudes get leaked. Like Thank you, you should have that like, oh shit, like let me put a sensor on. I feel like, like I shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't want that shit to be publicly displayed because especially the access that you have now or people have now and pedophiles it's out and, there forever yeah you don't like want back that. in the day people used to say like oh your text messages are going to be out there forever if you send a nude on msn on your fucking chocolate flip phone yeah but i will say do you think anyone has that information anymore probably not there's so much information now that i guarantee all of that is like a non-issue now like snapchat has everyone's nudes let's be real Oh yeah, and that's confirmed. I work in IT, so <laughs> you're like, um, listen, bitch. Literally got all in a your data titties. center somewhere in California, wherever they host those massive, just like places that are just full of servers. Like the nude you took back on Snapchat back in 2015 is still on Snapchat's <laughs> data center, or last week sent one day last week on there. Snapchat has it, but I've just come to terms with that. But still, it's like back then when we were sending it on BBM or our like chocolates, you know, or our, our rewind back to 10 years ago, would I be so comfortable talking about the things that I'm talking about now? No. Hell no. Like no with my way friends, in hell. Yeah. Like I would totally talk about it, but uh, like publicly, like outright, no. So I think that there are such pros and cons to the society we live out, live in now versus what we lived in then. But again, pros and cons. There are Absolutely. negatives to it. So back to the sister's bedroom, bloody round two. So the whole joke was everybody was waving, saying hi, and I'm fucking waving back. And in high school, the name switched from <laughs> Steakhouse to Bloody New Year's. So <gasps> they would just say, what up, bloody? And I'd be like, yo, what's up? Because like, I just, I'm that type of person that can laugh it off. And I just thought it was funny. because so I was like, yeah, I fucking had sex. Like who cares like whatever and I'm just like I'm personally that type of person that does not give a fuck like it takes a lot to piss me off or get me like rattled and that was not it so well I think it's also like when you're comfortable with yourself like that that doesn't have a bearing on you and I mean everyone has their own level of being comfortable yeah so maybe you're listening to this and you're fucking cringing and being like this is crazy I never would have done that fine but there are people and I agree where you or at least it took me, you know, like we said, 10 years. Now, I feel like people don't talk about sex enough. I don't know why it's such a, like, oh my God, people think it's like crazy when you discuss it. It's like everyone does it. And if you don't acknowledge that, like, I think it's so dumb when people are like, oh my God, like, I don't talk about that or like, whatever. You have the right to, but like, let's be real. We're all here because your parents had sex. Are Literally we not? Are we not cognizant? To say that, like, are we not cognizant of that? Like, if you, let's be fucking really. Do, oh, also, this is my favorite meme. Parents will be like, "You're not allowed to have sex. Your boyfriend can't be in your room." Blah blah blah. When am I getting grandchildren? Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Just about to say that. Like, it's so funny because so you want babies. People, How does that happen? Yeah. Like those are the type of people that have absolutely no problem going up to their parents and saying, "I'm pregnant. I'm expecting," but yet you won't talk about sex. Or did you just lay there like a dead fish and take missionary for two minutes and then you got pregnant? Because that's kind of the type of person. <laughs> that's why you need Roman wipes. Roman swipes. Listen, I need a sponsor. 
But Roman Swipes, I also heard this from another podcast. And thank you, God Jesus, for coming out. Was that Logan Paul? To the world. Um, no, Barstool. Oh, um, part go. of my take. And um, I like sports, so I kind of listen to that stuff. It's so funny. Um, I literally wanted to... Oh, oh yeah i use Ro dude roman swipes they're fucking the best like i've been with my boyfriend been fucking for like four years been dating for like close to two um still if i look him in the eyes while we're having sex he'll come in a heartbeat but roman swipes swear to god saved it damn the you can't just use contact. it once there you go you can't just use it once so you gotta like it's kind of like one of those things that you will gradually like if you keep continually using them because bensanol or some, I don't know, like some sort of like, I don't know, whatever. Seriously, guys, invest in them. They're like $8 or no, not $8. I didn't use it. Um, it's a wipe. So like, I'll just be, you know, using one of my toys, whatever. In the meantime, he'll go and wipe it down, you know, do his thing. And then it'll come right. It's like literally just having your nightside draw. They're like little, it looks like a little condom basically. And then it opens up into a big wipe, wipes it off. And then, you know, you could do your thing. Except one thing I will say, do not suck his dick after he swipes. She almost just knocked over her margarita. I hope you I heard did. the ice jingle. I did. Um, <laughs> pro and con All to over it. my focus, right? <laughs> pro and con to it. My lips did go numb. Because <laughs> that's what it does. It numbs your dick. So you don't really, it desensitizes it. So you don't really okay, feel. Okay, but question then, is sex fun? For, well, I mean, it doesn't numb you. We need the guy though. No, but that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, no, it's definitely fun for him. Because then at some point it wears off. It wears, like, I'm not having an hour sex. Like literally it's probably 15 minutes at most. It's probably the longest record breaking. But there's also like foreplay in between. So like, yes, it may take longer, but like not dick in vagina like sex for an hour like doesn't happen you know just do yourself a favor and buy them so shit yeah there's now my post-sex life in a relationship still wow. have it yeah talk about all over the place let's bounce back to your crazy fucking stories because i don't know you did have notes that you forgot to bring but i've had just on brand because let's pretend that i ever know what the fuck i'm doing you did mention a story to me once about a, a hospital visit during oh yeah sex. i do have that story that's kind of funny but the thing is i didn't have sex but that's what's so great so do you this want to tell that one or is that is that jumping into college that's jumping into like literally three two years ago okay so I can go into college. Yeah, let's go into college. And I have a funny one. And then you guys can hold on for the hospital story. Yeah, the hospital story is fucking tea. It is hilarious and you will laugh. Um, but college, I dated this guy, actually went to Fordham. The audience, the audience is literally slapping each other <laughs> saying men's name because they know exactly what it is. <laughs> All right, back to Fordham. Yes, that is the college I attended. I dated a guy who went to Fordham. I did? I, I know who it is. I don't recall. At but. Fordham? Yeah, remember when I saw you coming out of the, bed, the dorm and I said, what the fuck are you doing? You oh, said, yeah, true. Wait, what? So you, I would always go and visit Lane at Fordham and one day I was coming out of, we were walking towards your dorm. Lindsay was coming out of, uh, you gotta believe Low that. Shirt. Low shirt? Yes. <laughs> Low yeah. shirt hall? Yes. Shut the fuck up, really? Yeah. yeah. Those times were crazy. Yeah, and so I dated somebody kind of in the college. Guy? Um, 
I'll bring up I names. Bet you, like, I bet you I would know his you, face. I can't remember names. You you probably would. But also then maybe again you wouldn't. Maybe senior year you would have knew him because that's when we broke up and I feel like he kind of broke out of his shell then. I left uh, Rose Hill sophomore year. So maybe I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, wow, Fordham baby. Yeah. So you used to climb through the windows because it was yes. Jesuit. Because so. you couldn't have guest pa- Guest passes were like fucking striking gold and it was so hard to get. What? hard to come by so we would just sneak people in the if you had a friend that lived on the first floor on the side that faced Fordham prep you could just sneak them into their window and then voila i'm actually pulling up a picture i have a picture of my knee why i have this still on instagram i still have like 1500 photos that i definitely got to delete but i don't have the energy to do so but i was sneaking into my boyfriend's room and i literally had to climb through a window and my entire knee was completely bruised up because i had to like jump in but anyway um <laughs> this was the first year i was single out of i was it was probably senior year and um i had a couple friends in this fraternity um teak at ramapo and i kind of i do this trend where i fuck the friend group i have done this <laughs> every guy like not every i don't want to say that but the majority of guys i have had sex with are out of a friend group like it's fucking whack so you (laughs) what a homie hopper kate said homie hopper so you you basically (laughs) if there was just a group of five guys let's say i probably fucked four out of the five oh so the memes that say five guys is literally you (laughs) It, you know, literally, it's it's me. I I just like felt again, kind of like this. I am like such. You just made eye contact with one of the guys at the party the next day, and we're like, eh, I'm over you. You're next. Essentially, like I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm a better, and I'm a better because I I am such a guy's girl, but at the same time, I'm a girl's girl. Like I love sports. So you're a human person. I'm a hu- I'm a fucking human. So you like humans? <laughs> like I. I get on like customer calls at work and I talk sports all the time and like people are like kind of like almost taken back because they're like you're a chick like you're not supposed to care about this shit I'm like yeah I fucking do like I love you and I are diehard Rangers fans yes that's how we first bonded and became best friends um yeah so I just like bond very well with guys and like I also am the type of person that if we've had sex before I don't care about it like i can still speak to you like as Thank my you. fucking you're, friend but it's also like you're a human that's something yes. that humans do it's something that mammals do like uh, yeah i like m- my boyfriend is so not like that and he's like i just don't understand how you can talk to people you have done that with and i'm like but how do you not you know well, like I, don't- I will say some people hold it very sacred and it's definitely like a far and few between thing and they're selective and whatever but that's not to be saying that either way is like proper like you decide what you want to do and how you react to it and what it means to you because no one's going to tell you what it actually means to you. That's the picture from Fordham, by the way. Me climbing Holy in. Shit. See, this is when I wish it was still a video podcast and I could throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy, right? But yeah, so um, whatever we were talking. Yes, so that's just kind of how I am as a person. And kind of the same thing happened in college where I was friends with this group of guys and had sex with two of them already and make it number three. <laughs> and this is like the, f- like pro- maybe like the f- like first official time we were fully broken up and I'm like on the prowl, dick hunting, ready to trap, ready to get after it. And there was this guy that I was like super into and he was the president of the frat at the time. So of course, like we're all at the frat. <laughs> 
We're all at the frat house, like waiting for like all like the. Where'd you little... go to college? Uh, Ramapo. Can I say that? Okay. Ram-a-ho. Yeah. Ramaho. 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 Yeah. There was like an Instagram and actually not Instagram. Sorry, Twitter handle called Ramahos. Oh, well, there, there you go. Yeah. Freshmen have to take all like the girls back to like the dorms. And then we were kind of like the last ones there because he was the president at the time. He had to make sure that like all of like whatever they fucking do. I don't know. Like they are like trying out to be in the frat anyway. So we get to the dorms and um, finally get to do the deed. Have sex. Great. Did it. Done. Um, And I had to go to the bathroom really bad. So at the time in these dorm rooms, there was two bedrooms and it was two beds per bedroom. But to get in, you have a code because you live with random people or sometimes you like don't and you have a group of people that whatever. So you can turn the locks on, you can turn the locks off. This one, it was automated, like automatically locked. So I didn't know this at the time, like because I lived in the same like set of like rooms or like, you know, the college park apartments the cpas so like i know that like it the door wouldn't lock because i have my setting off so i go to the bathroom and i'm sitting and i'm peeing and i'm like oh my fucking god like my phone my keys my clothes my everything is in that room and i'm like i'm fucking ass naked i like know one of his roommates i don't know the other two i'm sitting on the fucking toilet i'm like what the fuck do I do? Like literally what do I do? It was wintertime, mind you, snowing. I have nothing, literally nothing. I, I, the fact that it's winter in the Northeast. Terrible, terrible. So I find a fucking robe in the bathroom. I'm like knocking on the door. The, he, he's, I can hear him snoring. Like he's sound asleep. Like also I was like kind of fixing my face, like washing like under, you know, the black eyes, you know, makeup, like trying to ma- go go back and cuddle and look mad cute but wasn't looking mad cute because I'm fucking walking back to my dorm no shoes in a fucking robe because (laughs) this guy is snoring and snoozing like totally passed out or being like fucked up and having sex guess made him orgasm real good that knocked him out um so I'm literally walking back to my dorm no no shoes no shirt no problem except it was a problem I literally (laughs) couldn't get back into my dorm so I'm literally sitting it's like four like probably 445 at this point I know that somebody like at the front of the dorms like will like work the front desk so I literally just sit there for fucking a half hour until somebody came down like finally let me in they were like do you live here like whatever had to give them the whole fucking scenario mind you i'm still barefoot in a robe so i was walking in snow sitting outside of like my fucking dorm it's freezing ramaho and ramaho is right and um ended up getting in my dorm thank god my roommate at the time was a track star and had a track meet she had to be like in and out by 6 a.m so like it just so happens perfect timing as soon as i'm banging on the door i hear the shower like going so i'm like oh my god fuck yes she's awake and i can finally like lay in bed this is at the time where i had to text off my ipad like using iMessage because my phone everything was at his in his room so i had to like message him like off my like ipad and saying like i'm going back to sleep like whatever but like all my shits in your room like call me as soon as or like facetime me as soon as you like wake up and See, this is the best part because I can't explain to you how different my college experience was 
And this is when I love that we can both tell stories and you get to learn something from someone else's perspective because this is, podcasts I get shit on all the time, but how else would you ever hear someone's perspective like this if you didn't know them? Yeah, no. And like, honestly, like I commuted my first year and I had a boyfriend like when I lived on campus too um, for up until like junior year. So like, I feel like I didn't get the college experience that most had, but then like when him and I broke up, that was like when the fucking light switch flicked on and I was like, hormone baby let's get after it so like, like i kind I of go to ramaho maybe that's where i got like the fuck a friend groupie thing because i was just like so fucking horned up that every dick i saw no matter who you were i'm just like let's fuck like, damn really you think that's what it was it could be kind of just like thinking about it now like are we comfortable talking about that i mean nobody knows who i am right right if you know my voice, sorry. You don't have an STD, I promise you. And it's not for me, if that, because we probably fucked so long ago. Well, I think that's, but, let's talk about the topic of, let's say, so you've had these escapades and we've only really like touched the surface. Like we dipped a pinky toe. This isn't even the big toe deep. Dude, um, it's like JV, like or actually the freshman no, no, team. This like, is tryouts for freshmen. Yeah, true. This is not, the stories I've heard, these are light work, do you count the people that you've been with? I personally don't, but my friends all thought it was funny. So they, my friend actually just deleted her, my- Shut the fuck up. You were that crazy that your friends were like, I'm counting for you, motherfucker. This is nuts. Y yeah, cause like, I just didn't care. <laughs> like it kind of just like happened. I'd be like, yep, I had sex with this guy tonight. And they'd be like, oh my God, it's right here. Like at 50. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know if I 50. don't even know? <laughs> no, mm. I would say my like number probably is I would say at that. You can bleep that number out, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what? You gotta test drive enough to make sure that you the one that you wanna purchase is the dick that you purchase for life. So, <laughs> listen, it took me dicks to figure out the one I want, so. I just, you know, and this is what makes the fucking world go round. Like everyone's experience is just so different. And this is what I used to say, like that was a lot of sifting through shit, but like I don't regret a single thing because I don't think that I would be so confident in my relationship that I am today to like go through cycles of men, not only just to have sex, but like also just the type of people that they are. Like I would have not learned about human beings and even like, like the way I fell in love with my boyfriend was solely based off of his morals and his intentions and the way he treated my mom. Like no yeah. joke, the way I saw him sit and we weren't even dating. And he, they have a shore house and we went down the shore and my mom came down and you know, obviously it's my best friend's sister. So like I was there for And um, you know, at the time, like we were not dating. He doesn't owe me shit. And he made it a point my mom, whenever she put out her wallet, he was like, no, you're not paying, you're our guest. Like he would make it a point to sit next to her every single time we're out, talk to her. And like, those are things you can't teach. Would I have known that if I didn't learn from the mistakes that I've I've had in my past from cycling through fucking psychopaths? Yeah. No. And I never thought that I, that's something that I would care about. And after that, I'm kind of like, you know what? like. Uh, it is that's that is what's important to me and i never knew that was important to me and to have that kind of self like realization in that moment it's like wow i've really grown the fuck up and yeah you know it's not all about i was such a type of girl that 
I was so, especially when I was like a little bit younger, I got into like a fat stage where I was just like so insecure and just wanted to like sleep with men to feel better about myself. But, um, you know, like, but I think even you being able to say that, recognize that is self-aware enough. Cause like, that's, that's part of the learning experience too. Yeah. Like that's you learning about yourself through whatever you're going through mm-hmm. too. And it's for no one else to say like, this is this and that, like, right. It's, it is your journey and it's what you chose to do. And yeah. I just hate when people judge other people for what they choose to do because all you can control is what you do. So yeah, as long like, as you're good with it, that's it. Exactly. There's no cookie cutter version of how life works or how your life is supposed to be. So just live it as to, you see fit. Right. Because the second you start living for what you think other people's expectations are, that's when you're going to end up like years down the line being like, well, I should have done this. And the right. what if that we talked about earlier is like, well, I didn't do this and I didn't try this. But yeah, no, I think that there's no cookie cutter way to live your life. And if you live to please other people or live to paint, put your shoes in somebody else's life and try to fulfill that picture perfect the way life's supposed to be like ooh, have sex like right at pro- after prom and then like oh you're gonna meet like your fucking lover and well, then see, it's like boom you're married it's, it's like that, no but and like maybe that works for some people right but the problem for me is not who i want to call out right now that's listening are the people that are judging you on your stories being like oh my god i could never i couldn't imagine someone that would do that like fuck you you don't know her experiences her perspective her life her day-to-day like you choose that for yourself you don't put your decisions on other people and you don't expect other people to live up to your expectations like if it is somebody who wants to do what they want to do and that's their journey and that's what they learn from you don't get to say the reason that i feel so passionate about this is i think that people online will project their own values onto you when maybe for you you're like nah i have the same values in in different realms and yeah for me my threshold is not where your threshold is so don't put that don't don't apply your values to me that's one thing i want to like throw into the cute little middle of this conversation because I know there are people that are probably falling on either side yeah being like I completely relate thank god you did it the right way or oh my god you did it crazy and that's probably just because they had a different experience and and at the end of the day it's everybody's entitled to experience the way they want to experience life and if you don't like really accept that and accept the fact that just fucking live and like life will just pan out the way it should and like honestly i kind of it sounds so cliche but i do trust the process and like my life figured itself out naturally like in the beginning or i'd say more towards like the middle of just like my years of just like i as i was saying before kind of went through a fat stage like slept with a lot of men because i just felt that that was what made me happy and I was so bad wanting relationships, so bad wanting something because I see all of my friends like happy and in love and this and that. And I wanted that so bad for myself. And so I tried to do that and be with men. Like for example, one guy was fucking engaged that I was like in love with and Mm -hmm. had no fucking clue that he was engaged. But like at the end of the day, like I was sitting there like, oh, I want this. Like I don't even care who it's with. And that's kind of like, you know, dialing back to just live fucking life, like let it pan out. 
And at the end of the day, like life will work out in the end for you whenever it's meant to be. And don't fucking force something. Cause if you force it, it's not going to naturally ever fall into this place where you're fully, truly happy mm -hmm. with yourself and with your relationship. I think that you can't have a relationship and you can't be in love with somebody else or share love with somebody else if you don't love yourself. And if you can't accept that, then you exactly you shouldn't i also say like if you you shouldn't have sex if you can't even openly talk about sex one or two fucking masturbate if you can't fucking masturbate on your own you shouldn't be having sex because that's where a whole world like unveils and you learn about your body and like learn about things you want so it's just like it kind of goes to show the same thing it's like oh okay it's it's cool for a guy to say that they jerk off but it's not cool for a girl to say that they masturbate yeah. when in reality the guy is jerking off doesn't even know how to fucking make a girl come so yeah. it's just so funny i also think you should um touch upon like how talk about how it made you feel when you realized that some of the men that you were with yeah well you. number one you were filling a void because i know a lot of girls go through that um and number two like how did it make you feel when you realized like some of the people that you were with did have you know a significant other oh yeah oh I, yeah that's two very different things and i would love to touch on both but let's start with the void because I will get into both those because it's a very important subject and don't let me forget, but I want to say one thing because it's on the topic of what we were talking about. I don't want to forget this. I will say though, the power of social media mm -hmm. definitely embraced like me masturbating. Like, mm -hmm. so to make a long story short, you ever think LinkedIn is a dating site? It fucking is. It literally Wait, is. Elaborate. LinkedIn is a fucking dating site and get on it and put your qualifications up and you what? connect with hot fucking lawyers and daddies what? and IT freaks and actually I did not know this yeah so funny fuck the dating apps two men that I was in communication with one was like a fucking joke and this is where kind of the void and conversation happens but um, this first guy, I worked with him at my last company and he was from London. This is the first one, not the second one. Um, <laughs> so this first one like messaged me on LinkedIn. We like worked together and we were supposed to go to this like global conference and we were going to like meet up. Like meanwhile, like he has no social media. I'm just like, all right, who is this fucking guy? But he's like kind of hot. So like had a full blown like sexual relationship over fucking like texting and WhatsApp and all I that I thought jazz. you were gonna say LinkedIn and I no. was like what well to make a long story short got fucking <laughs> got like <laughs> hit on on LinkedIn yeah, and had a full full full-blown sexual relationship from a guy I met from LinkedIn and this is where I say it brought me out to like being in touch with oneself mm -hmm. because like I used to masturbate but never really did until kind of this whole chapter of my life like of course like you know the fingers and whatever like a little toy rubber vibrator like that was a fucking joke that like you got at spencer's or like some shit but like this kind of the, the gateway to like this other guy from london same thing same story just simultaneously happened same time this guy was like 10 times fucking hotter um and <laughs> really funny like we were gonna like meet each meet up with each other and quarantine fucking happened so what do we do like obviously we're having fucking facetime sex whatever so he sends me a vibrator and it's remote controlled from the uk 
So literally, like, we're on FaceTime. You know what I love about this? We just live such different lives. I know. What the fuck? I know. Love it. Keep going. Like, the fact that I was, like, basically having sex without having sex. Didn't have to get sweaty or, like, didn't Because when you were like, oh, I masturbated. This was different. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But what? So it was controlled. So it's an app. It's called WeVibe. And it's, like, you can. (laughs) There you go. It's a Bluetooth, like, device i don't know how really the technology behind it works but you literally like on your phone can like set rhythms like if you want with your fingers like control the speed and like everything from your phone fucking geniuses we i want that startup genius i know i know if they go public i'm fucking buying so buy every fucking vibrator and stock anyway but it was like really cool because it was like, yes, in a way of quarantine where like we couldn't actually fuck, but like we basically were. Um, and then it kind of just fucking kept happening, whatever. Then he was like measuring his dick and was like, I want to order you a dildo the size of my cock. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Why didn't he just do the one where isn't aren't isn't there one where you literally like you do like mold a, your dick? Yeah. Yeah. But it was quarantine. So like everything was back order <laughs> no like you didn't you couldn't go into a fucking store and like mold your cock i feel like they would just send it to you no well you would go to a store to mold your cock i mean if you want it like an actual like replica of your dick yeah Yo, i feel I like they have to like if any family member still listening they There's lost no all way. respect what There's no way. fuck so he just we're on facetime and i was like all right get hard and measure your dick and he had a fucking like tape measure these stories are blowing me away like i didn't expect this <laughs> keep going and it was like in our terms like eight and a half inches um and yeah we're on face it was like a whole thing like we we're on facetime and Shit. literally i was like dude get fucking hard <laughs> I receipts want, if you want me to if you're gonna buy me a fucking dildo that is a replica of your dick don't be a fucking loser like give me the actual girth fucking i love that everything. you're calling him a loser he put the thought into being like i'm gonna make sure you know exactly what it's gonna be like exactly. during quarantine exactly so anyway Kate, i wish you guys could see kate's face she's surprised i've never seen this bitch surprised at a fucking sexual story ever fast forward he orders it and sends it to me guess who fucking opens it my mother said i swear to god it because i was living with her at the time in quarantine stop i used to fucking stick this thing on like my dining room no not dining room my living room or what is it like a coffee table and would like set when my mom go out for a walk like look like i'm fucking it you know like whatever and send videos yeah anyway but my mom opens it wait (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna gloss over like wait what well it's like a suction rubber cup and you can't just like i mean yeah you, you sure hold it but like if you want to actually feel like... Am I like, leaving this in? Yeah. If, I'm... Wait. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, like you could stick it on the floor, but I would stick it... Yeah, I would stick it in the shower. It was rubber and it had... It was like it had the suction cup. So like, yo, I mean, I know what you're talking about. It's just the fact that we're talking about that. Yeah, well, I'm going like, to be sober tomorrow and I'm going to be like, I can't put this anywhere. I was in a full-blown like relationship. Like, I don't want to say full-blown because the thing is like we never met. But like, yes, we did meet. Yeah. Because we were on FaceTime for fucking six hours. Like, I would do happy hours. How often would you FaceTime? Every day. Literally every day. Oh, my God. You saw you saw each other every day? Quote, saw. So, like, yes, we weren't physically like, no, no, with no. each other. No, no, no. I just mean, like, you made time for each other every day. Oh, every I'm fucking trying. day. I'm trying to make a very clear point. You made time to see each other every day. 
Yeah. I literally felt like I was on 90 Day Fiance and without being you, on TLC. He, he was like, I want to send you an exact replica of my penis. Yeah. And then like, I want time. you to fucking He carved feel. out time for you every single day. Every day. Like we would do workouts together. Like no joke. <laughs> every fucking day. Whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. You would work out and then masturbate FaceTime? Oh my God. All the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to like literally do like happy. I would do happy hours with his fucking family. And if any man tells you that they don't have time to talk during the day, yes. I beg to fucking differ. And there was a five-hour time wait, difference. Wait, wait, Add wait, that wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. This, holy fuck. I want to hear how this, the demise of this, because how did you, how did he not just send a fucking engagement ring or break laws of quarantine? Wait, um, I've never seen this much effort. Continue. It was real well because the borders were shut down. Like literally, like literally, he could not physically get. We were we were so close to having. So do you think that maybe that's why it was so enticing? But also, that's a shit ton of effort for someone that you don't know. Like in the time that quarantine happened, you didn't think you were going to see other human beings ever again. So. Um, I'm just confused. What the fuck did you do to this man that he was madly in love with you to this point? It was just very two horny people. <laughs> that, Thank but you. then also, but I will. <laughs> that is the one quote this from you can blur Lauren out. you're going to get. This is, this. Your poor mother. <laughs> she didn't Kate, know. Caitlin. Do you think I was fucking riding a fucking rubber dildo in front of her face? But you were riding it on her fucking coffee table. Yeah. That I sprayed down with Windex after and you're cleaned sick. it up with Lysol. Can lights? I put this on my podcast? Yeah. I don't think I can. Yeah. It's yeah. masturbation. This is what people do. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I just like that's that's I don't want your mom to ever hear this and be like, what the fuck? She won't know it's me. You think my mom knows how to work the internet like this, the interwebs, like really? No, so what I'm still hung up on is there are people in the same city, like in New York City, people will be like, You live too far from me. This isn't gonna work. Like if you're in Brooklyn, someone's in Manhattan, they're like, that's far. You had a full blown fling with someone in a different country with a five hour time difference and send you specific specific things so it would be like you guys were together i just like this is one thing you people need to not settle don't settle because there's someone yeah. out there that will put this much effort in and if you're not getting london fucking dildo send dick <laughs> the effort is just ridiculous oh is he short no he's like fucking like six foot He's tall. He doesn't look six foot in that picture. I swear to I'll show a picture. The the one thing I've learned is everyone lies about their height, but mm -hmm. no, but I have pictures where you could see his from height. his collar to his belt buckle. He looks short. Yeah. Um, I've gotten really good at fucking dissecting pictures, trying to tell height. And this is coming from a five, two bitch. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me, but he looks short. Um, no he's not but anyway so so when i was working for this company uh, my last job i was in san francisco and this girl and i same pay like same job role and i'm like how the fuck are you carrying a birkin like talk to me about that it doesn't make logical fucking sense then she was like i want to introduce you to my friend so i was like okay i'll introduce me ends up to make a very long story short we're in this whole fucking sugar daddy like realm yo and there is the girl do you remember the girl that ran on the field during super bowl mm -hmm. naked yeah julia rose 
Um, no, no, it wasn't girl. her. Different girl, but that was a baseball game. <laughs> I care about fucking, hockey. Fuck all other sports. Have her fucking nudes on my phone because I was in this cult of like Sugar Daddy Central with her, um, and you know, WhatsApp. yes, on oh, WhatsApp. And remember Jackson Darty or whatever his name is. He was another one too. And I have a video of him literally like funneling beer out of her fucking asshole. What? But it was like so funny because I never had WhatsApp and I only had WhatsApp because of like people. Foreign. Foreigners. I will say this is a different topic. Sugar daddies are, it's insanely fascinating. And I didn't think it was as prevalent as it is. And I'll leave it at that. Continue. Yeah, so it's just like the crazy shit that social media can bring you. It's just fucking wild, but... Is it good or bad? Whatever. I know, let's you move don't on. know. I want to hear so, the hospital story. Okay, so let's kind of dive into like my crazy hospital stories and my crazy sex stories. So... I love that it's, um, it's multiple hospital stories. <laughs> so this is actually, again, same thing. Like, always fucking the friend. Like, I was friends with this kid for years. Like, literally <laughs> yeah. since kindergarten. <laughs> Since fucking kindergarten, okay? And like, yeah, we always would fuck like after like going out in Hoboken, like whatever, Jersey City, like we lived down the street from each other. So I was just like, all right, fuck it. Like, yeah, like we're going to go do it, whatever. So a it's Halloween. A convenient booty call. Oh, so convenient. So it's Halloween and I legit was, I, I guess I decided to be what's the bride of Chucky, Cena Chuck or whatever, Cena Chucky. What's her name? I don't know. The girl that I is wearing know. like the white bride dress, like whatever. So I had blood all over my neck, like everything. So I go out, we're in Hoboken, whatever, do our thing. And then we come back to my apartment and my boyfriend and her friend at the time were there and we're all friends. And I ordered like a bunch of drunk food. So he goes right into my room and I'm like, get the fuck up. I just ordered $80 worth of fucking food. Like, get up. Like, Always get the fuck up. Always my move. Doesn't get up. He's like, oh, I want to sleep. I want to sleep. I'm so tired. So whatever. I crawl into bed at like 5 a.m. Um, Always, every single time we get into bed, we have sex. But tonight <laughs> we decided not to because he was fucking asleep. And I fall asleep and it's like an hour later. And we were like some way awkwardly cuddling didn't have sex mind you we did not fuck we were somehow cuddling and he goes to turn over and his knee his leg is like crossed over my leg and when he turns he takes my fucking kneecap with him (gasps) and my i literally am laying i'm laying like this and i'm like in the most pain i've ever felt now you didn't even have sex no didn't even have sex and thank fucking god i didn't have sex because there was no way I could get dressed. Like there was legitimately zero fucking way I could put pants on. (laughs) I was no joke, like up like this. And I'm like screaming, I'm crying. And he's still fucking fast asleep because he's like so fucked up. So I start fucking hitting him. I'm like, Matthew, get the fuck upstairs, get Jennifer and do not come back down here. So like I keep, and he's like, whoa, and I'm like, go repeating go upstairs so he gets jen and jen i hear her running down the stairs she's like i swear to god if she's fucking throwing up i'm gonna punch her in the fucking throat like why are you waking me up it's fucking six o'clock so i'm telling her i'm like my there's something wrong with my knee like i feel like my knee is like off and she goes to like pull over the co- covers 
and I'm like, I can't move, like, don't move that. I'm like screaming, crying. Yeah, because your knee is dislocated. She's pulling up my like sweatpants and she literally like gets to my kneecap and she goes, oh, fuck. And she starts backing away and she's like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, call the fucking ambulance. Like, I don't know what to fucking do. I'm in tremendous pain. Meanwhile, the hospital is literally right down the street. Like, no joke, two blocks down the street from us. I could not walk. I couldn't get up. So oh my God. I had to be carried out in a stretcher. I'm in the Shut fucking hospital. Yeah, no, that's, I couldn't move. Like, because the way my kneecap was, like, imagine your kneecaps like this. My kneecap was like up like this. <gasps> All because I didn't have fucking sex and I just decided to cuddle. cuddle. Like, the one night I was trying to be an angel, okay? No, I wasn't, but he was. Um, so She goes, I wasn't, but he was. Yeah, literally. And he's back to sleep upstairs on her floor, like literally passed out. I get to the hospital. My mom comes. I literally had to explain the story to my doctor. My mom starts laughing. I'm like, mom, I swear to God, I didn't have sex. Like, I'm, I know this story sounds outrageous, but I didn't have sex. So whatever. They had to put me under anesthesia, pop, pop back my knee in place. But the funny part was that since I was the bride of Chucky, I had blood on my neck. And so when they took off my sweatshirt, oh, Halloween, we love Halloween. They kept they called in like extra doctors as backup because they thought my night like my neck was sliced open. Shut the. F- and I'm like, no, 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 it's just costume, like fucking blood, like whatever, and like literally it was hilarious. But oh my god, these are why you just don't let your man's go to sleep when you have the intention to fuck because you will get your knee dislocated. So. <laughs> She's like, just have sex. Just have fucking sex. The story that Caitlin kind of wanted me to bring up back in the day, there was this guy. This is when I was in my fat stage and I was so fucking insecure about myself. But this guy was like so fucking hot. He's from Minnesota, had this like Midwestern accent. Minnesota. Was he he a hockey player? He was. There you go. Back in the day, not now. Um, Made a fuck ton of money, like... You know, Wait, you mean NHL? No. Oh, God, no. He was like a hockey player like all throughout like his years. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. A Minnesota, okay. Yeah, Min- you know, Fine. whatever. I thought you meant he was, okay. No, I I wish he was a NHL player. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Are I you always, ki- I always said love- my best friend was the wrong would, sport. We love hockey. What'd you say? Love hockey. She would clench those knees and get pregnant. Oh, my God. I would have fucking had 25 fucking babies. She's like, um, pop out the NHL player. Yes. Now, um, so this guy, I, you know, <laughs> actually, I got to backtrack because I was going to completely miss a really important part. Um, so I like vibe with this guy automatically, like right from the start, probably like week two, I first met him. And then like week two, I was like, all right, like I, this guy, like, I don't know what it is, but there's like a like spirit like i can't even control myself so one night <laughs> we literally like pretending to that's work. what you need you can't control yourself no i i literally couldn't we're pretending to work we stay late in our office and then my one friend was like all right i get the vibe i got the vibe um so she dipped and we're literally working like this office that we had at the time was super old no cameras nothing you can't see people coming in or out doors like there was a room inside the office without windows and like just a door so like we went in there and started hooking up 
hooking up turns into, you know, a little foreplay turns into fucking in my office at the job I just started at one month ago. So you mean to tell me that you're a porn star? Basically, I wish that was on fucking Pornhub or OnlyFans. I would have got mad subscribers. It is. It is. And the best part is, which is going to sound so ridiculous, have sex on an exercise ball. Guys, it is legendary. Literally. Okay. I need details. A guy. Just imagine the guy just sitting on it. Okay. Normal. And you're like, just like reverse cowgirl, like riding it. And it's bouncing in the same time, kind of the way you're bouncing. So it's like really hitting your G spot because it's like the extra bounce. And it's like more like, does that kind of make sense? Like, no, you think you wouldn't, but if a man is like on there sturdy enough, you do. Like, oh, I thought you're saying you wouldn't have control. Yes. Yeah. Lauren's like, like, make sure he has quad muscles. I mean, the guy was like also like 6'3, so the ball was like bigger, like, he was. Did you say 6'3"? Yeah, he was so fucking tall. The very modern day workplace. In our office, we had exercises balls instead of chairs. Fucked on my first month. First month on the job. Had sex in my office. And that was like a bucket list of mine. I fucking did it. And I'm like, yes. Well, cross that off. Damn. Different fantasies, different strokes for different folks. There you go. That was kind of mine. And I I conquered and I came. There I saw, you. I conquered, and I came. <laughs> I think that's the intro to this episode. Yeah. You guys are getting into some shit this episode. But to kind of bring back to like this story on why, again, like where Caitlin was telling me to talk about this person in general was because this was kind of one of those people that I literally thought I was so fucking in love with and I thought that he was the one like I literally talked to my like family and my aunt about him because he put on this persona like he was the fucking one and the sex we had was like I literally was like it was the person I was meant to be with my whole fucking life but he was and it says a lot because well, I can tap via refill she no, wants refill. another margarita well just chug it off um so yeah he literally like was somebody who I like thought that was different and was someone I was going to be with and I still continually put up with his shit like when he would call me at 11 p.m and I would be in my bed in my pajamas and he's like okay I'm calling you an uber like you're coming over and I would just like want it so bad because I thought that this was the person that, oh my God, I would go all the time. He would call me Ubers from fucking Brooklyn. He used to take me out to like catch, like we would go to all the fucking nicest restaurants because like at the time we were working in the same industry, yeah. company car, like you can kind of fucking swipe it. He's taking out the partners, like whatever. Um, so it was like a cool fucking lifestyle to live. And like he lived in some dope ass apartment in like downtown Brooklyn. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like why the fuck wouldn't I want to like wake up and be in fucking downtown Brooklyn like fucking over a balcony while overlooking New York City like yeah well goddamn there are so many different ways to live life huh yeah so um I would go and he would call me then next night would be 12 o'clock I actually have a screenshot of one night where we got into a fight and we were on the phone for no joke seven hours and 46 minutes what like on the fucking phone talking about like wait were you fighting the whole time no we were fighting the beginning because he just like said he was gonna like not go out after work 
Um, and we were going to go out and do her thing and like whatever. And like he didn't. He ended up like having to go out because he was like some fucking manager of some shit. Um, thought he was important. But meanwhile, he was fucking around with other girls. So kind of, you know, I turned a blind eye to that. But um, yeah, we were on the phone for seven hours and 46 minutes. Like, at first fighting can you tell and me then, what time you got on the phone what time you got off because i'm confused seven hours is like a full fucking day oh i didn't sleep i did not sleep and you know adderall is the fucking best drug because i could take that and have a couple glasses of wine and i'm up all night and it's like nothing um, i've never taken it so i cannot relate but this is why i love I just love different perspectives because fuck seven hours. Yeah, and that's I where like, I, like a cute little like four no. hour, five hour. I think the longest phone call conversation I had was like five hours, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm tapping. No, out. literally, like, and I was like falling asleep on the phone, like, and I'm like, all right, I gotta go to bed. Um, God damn. So like, you know, who do you have ever a conversation with for seven hours and forty fucking minutes? Like far and few between. Um, because we, he was a drug addict and he fucking did coke and would just stay up all night and would never literally go to sleep. So, um, we fucking would talk on the phone and whatever. And I would just kind of put past his shit. And this kind of led us into like the same like repeated cycle. And I still like would turn a blind eye to his shit. And then finally, like one day, like we were at an event and I, was there at the same time when we weren't supposed to be mm -hmm. and i like saw him like talking to some girl and he literally got in a cab and left with her so i was like dude fuck you like fuck you but yet i was still my insecure self and still wanted that and still like accepted him after he would apologize and like say that that was a mistake and he like was just like i'm not ready for a relationship the last like place or last time like he was in a relationship was the place that he lives in and like he lived in with her and like blah 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 make all these excuses and i'm just like whatever because i wanted a relationship so fucking bad that i seeked taking such bullshit from somebody mm -hmm. and just because the sex was so fucking good and i'm like all right well is this what like relationships are about like this is like you put up with bullshit so finally like the last fucking straw i had with him was we were out one night and his best friend came in from Minnesota, like from town. This is the best story yet. <laughs> and we actually were in, I don't even, what's that place? Like the something saloon in New York City. Dream, you were at Dream. No. Rooftop. No, that was different, different man. I'm telling you about the Brooklyn Bridge. So Not you're gonna tell the other story. About after. the phone throwing off, yeah. We were at this, the Gem Saloon. That's the place in the city. I think anyway but they have the saloon doors like or like you know back in the day the cowboy style doors so mm -hmm. literally like we were just so fucking whatever we go into the bathroom stall after seeing karaoke and we start fucking but you can see that our pants are down because the the bathroom doors are like the saloon doors you know so you can see the top and the oh. bottom so you can see both of our pants is down at the ground oh so we're just God. like all right we gotta go the bartender like literally starts laughing and like they have condoms like at this place like literally the bartenders have condoms and we're throwing them at us when we walked out very funny so we're like all right we got a jet we gotta go so we are on the way back to brooklyn and his friend was with us and his friend was like saying to him like 
dude, Derek, you got to fucking date her. Like, she's fucking awesome. Like, whatever, whatever. And he just started, like, on his fucking rant of, like, his coke spiral, whatever, like, started freaking out and blaming me. So literally, we're, like, at the point of almost getting to the Brooklyn Bridge. And he asked the cab to fucking pull the fuck over. And we start screaming outside of the car. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this. I'm fucking done. Gets in the car and speeds off and leaves me on the side of the fucking Brooklyn Bridge. Like, literally... And this is why I say like, what? you know, like this is kind of my stage of where I was so unhappy with myself and so insecure that I thought that this is what normal is and this is how I should expect men to be. And that, you know what, you just got to sit, like fight through it. You just got to like suck it up and fight through it. And um, ladies, this is not how fucking men should treat you. Don't expect don't accept that and don't expect that because that's a fucking dick not a man so no matter how insecure or fucking upset you are or like how insecure or how bad you feel about yourself like don't fucking accept that shit because it's not fucking cool kind of also to tie back in was one that caitlin is so anxiously awaiting for me to tell was also something that based off of soul insecurity and just like I was just wanting a relationship so bad that you were so blinded by the reality or the non-reality, the reality that you paint in your head versus like what actual fucking reality is because you're so desperate for something that you were so quick to turn a blind eye and like not even care about the world was I was fucking an engaged man for a very long time until the point that I found out that he was fucking engaged and I got my phone thrown off the magic hour rooftop because I literally confronted him on being fucking engaged and I said I have fucking proof I brought him as a date to my fucking work like Christmas party that was formal we had to wear a tux and a dress like how do you go on a date or as somebody's date and like come home and like go out and like we went to this fucking like jazz bar I can't ever forget this like it's just him and I it was like very romantic like we're sitting in this like so cool there's like literally as if you're around a bar like mm -hmm. imagine this is a bar and you're sitting like on bar stool tables and a live band is like playing in front of you and like you're so intimate in that moment like you know hand up the leg like blah 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 like all that shit and like you're fucking engaged bro and you're literally like how do you do that and I found out he fucking told me and we're sitting on the couch and um our, our friends like had a table at the like carousel part of it so then I like ended up like going over there and then I fucking just like they kind of like back away whatever and it's just him and I like on the carousel because I was trying to avoid it and then I fucking like said I have proof bro like get the fuck out of my face and my phone right over the fucking rooftop yeah I've been silent and we all know that I'm hardly ever speechless I just so many things to unpack um we can have a part two if you would like to come back on and tell more stories because I know she has a very very extensive sex life i've seen a lot of dicks honey let's just fucking put it out there hello the name of the fucking podcast is dick with i got you you talk about well, dicks small dicks short dicks i got one that's a micro penis i got a bunch 
I've seen it I all. I can't honey. name it that. Like I actually can't name it that because I'm not putting your name in it anymore. <laughs> so what should we name this episode? Dick's Anonymous. Perfect. Thank God. Thank Dick's God. Anonymous. Welcome to no the podcast. No more dick Dick's Anonymous. Dick's Anonymous. And <laughs> let's start a fucking cult on what you can do, what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, what you should do. So many different things. There's fucking that. Thanks for having me, guys. I love you. This was great. Thank you for our first live audience. This was definitely the most eventful episode of All of the Place with Lane Fable. Part two soon. Part two is coming soon. If you want to support the podcast, you go to anchor.fm slash Lane Fable or all over the place on mp3 on instagram you definitely need to trim a oh lot. i'm gonna edit though but like, dicks anonymous 